Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. What does it mean to be a young visionary? 17-year-old Antigone Chambers-Reed was recently named just that by the Youth Council for Positive Development. The council was originally the youth wing of the Organization for a Black Struggle. That St. Louis activist group celebrated its 40th anniversary earlier this year. And in naming its annual Jamala Rogers Young Visionary... The council looks for a young adult who is working for social justice and making a difference in the community. Janice Mensa is a youth empowerment organizer with both organizations, and she explained a little bit about who this annual award is named for. It honors uh, Jamala Rogers, our executive director, and I think it really originated from Jamala's experience like getting into activism and organizing as a teen. Um, and being really immersed in the Black radical tradition. And that's Janice Mensa with the Organization for Black Struggle and the Youth Council for Positive Development. And Janice said that Antigone's project, Writing Through Trauma, really impressed the selection committee. And joining us today to talk about that project and her life as a young visionary is Antigone Chambers-Reed. Antigone, welcome to the show. Hi. Uh, so tell us, Antigone, a little bit about this project that you proposed when applying for this. What is Writing Through Trauma? Writing Through Trauma is a workshop that basically gives the participants a outlet to express um, all of the kind of issues going on in their community and how that personally affects them. So what kind of issues um, are you hoping to get at through this? Um, I'm thinking about economic disparity. I'm thinking about um, domestic abuse and domestic violence. I'm thinking about um, just police brutality, racial injustice, all of that. Everything that anyone has been able, well, not been able to, but kind Mm -hmm. of been affected by living in a low-income neighborhood or a you know, like a, a neighborhood that has issues, I would say. Mm-hmm. And so you're hoping to bring writing um, to people who have been dealing with this. How do you see those two things combining in this workshop? Well, me personally, I lived through um, a domestic a domestic abuse um, situation for about three years, about two years ago. And really writing was my outlet. Um, it really helped me process what I was going through, but also connect with other people that helped me out of that situation. I'm, and I'm really sorry you were dealing with that. Um, you know, you're obviously very young today and, and even younger um, when that was going on. And so the writing of it, it, it was cathartic for you to be able to, to get these words to paper? Absolutely. Um, And also, I want to put an emphasis on the fact that it doesn't have to be perfect and it doesn't have to be shown to anybody else. And so um, it's therapeutic just to be able to write about your experiences. Mm -hmm. So with this award, um, the Young Visionary Award, such a great name there, you get a $2,000 prize that goes along with that. Um, How do you plan to use that money? Well, I will be, you know, I guess working on the actual project and bringing it to the communities. Um, I will be offering the online workshop for free. And then I will be sending out for everyone that signs up, they will get a package that goes with the workshop. So that is paperwork that might help with the actual online curriculum. And then writing utensils, notebooks, a little bit of, you know, snacks and goodies and stuff like that. 
So that's great. It seems like instead of just getting a cash prize that you get to go spend on whatever, um, you've really <laughs> created a job for yourself. It's it's going to be a paid job here. Yes. Um, I did write myself into the budget. <laughs> I think that's great. Have you ever taught this kind of workshop before? Um, I have been teaching for the past two to three years with Bread and Roses Missouri and also Yayo Arts Art Achievers. Um, my mother is an artist, and so I have been kind of raised to also, you know, share that with other people. And so I've never taught a workshop quite like this, but um, I have worked in other areas and other ways. And are you hoping, uh, I guess, who are you hoping um, will sign up for this? Is, is it, are you looking for um, specifically younger people? I am looking for anyone that is affected by um, all the issues I just named, anyone that lives in the Target neighborhoods, which is, you know, the South Side and the North Side and, you know, that kind of thing. Hmm. Now, we asked youth empowerment organizer Janice Mensa, who we heard from earlier, we asked her what impressed the judges about your submission for this award. And here is what she told us. What really stood out to our committee was that um, Antigone was really trying to impact a critical issue in the black working class community. Um, with her writing through Trauma Project, it addresses the trauma that is prevalent in the community and also kind of provides and encourages the writing skills that is uh, necessary and privileged in a lot of uh, spaces that would offer people mobility and like uh, economic justice and things like that, political empowerment, all of these things need writing skills, uh, persuasive uh, speaking and writing skills and things like that. And we also really appreciated um, knowing Antigone from the Mayotte program. We really appreciated that we see in her that this is not just a one-time project that she, you know, created out of thin air for this scholarship. She really shows us that this is that economic justice, racial justice, political empowerment in the black community is a lifelong commitment that she's taken up. And that, again, is Janice Mensa of the Youth Council for Positive Development. Um, Antigone, she mentioned there the Mayotte program that you've been involved with. What is that? Mayotte was um, a youth program offered by OBS, and I was involved from the age, I think, about, like, 7 to 10. Um, basically, we kind of learned about, like, uh, you know, the Nguza Saba, we learned about um, nature. It was just kind of like a space for young people to come together and learn and also be around other Black people. And when you say OBS, that's the Organization for Black Struggle. Um, and so they had seven and you you were there when you were seven all the way to 10. Um, and it sounds like yeah. kind of getting grounded in some of this activism that, that other people are just only now finding. What was that like to be so young and also to be getting that political knowledge? Um, well, my mom is also an activist. She's an artist and an activist. And so it was, it kind of fit into my life. I didn't seem um, as outrageous or as, uh, missing a word here, but kind of like so far out as other people that are just coming into their protesting and their activism. Mm -hmm. And so for me, growing up with it, it really instilled in me the ideals and the values that I hold within myself and that I hold the people around me accountable to. This is just something that's always been in the air you're breathing. Yes. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, I understand you were also recently a finalist in Herb Arts St. Louis's uh, Youth Poet Laureate co Contest. You're also a youth poetry ambassador. What about poetry is so appealing to you? Um, I've always been good at it. Um, I remember. And that is uh, a very appealing thing right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, like, 
I, when I was traveling and when I lived in other cities, I would, I remember just laying on the floor and like spreading out papers and making my own little books and stuff. And so, um, when I was in about fifth grade, my teacher kind of like pulled me aside and she asked me what I wanted to do with my life. And I was like, I don't, I don't remember what I said, but it was probably something, you know, stupid or whatever. <laughs> and it was just like, she just told me that I really had a gift and that I should pursue it. And so that really affected me. And I started sharing my work. Um, I am surrounded by other artists. And so I was really held and uplifted and, um, empowered to write and so when i like i just told you about the the issue that i was writing through mm -hmm. about three years ago um coming back to st louis after moving i wanted to reach out to other organizations that were doing the youth work and see what was going on in St. Louis and kind of get my foot in the door. And so that's how I ended up as a poetry ambassador. Well, your teacher really knew what she was talking about. I got to say, I, I read um, one of these poems you've written, and it just blew me away. And I think we'd be remiss having you on without also sharing some of your poetry. Um, so if you're able to, this poem is called You Ask Me About North St. Louis. And fortunately, we don't have time for the whole thing. But if you're able to read those first couple stanzas, I would just love to share that with our audience. Okay. Well, here it goes. <clears throat> you want to know about my city, where the shadows lurk in open spaces, dancing in full light, unafraid of harm nor consequences, when there's nothing to lose anyway, where love songs replace self-love and where self-hate runs rampant. Your biggest enemy is yourself and distractions, and the unknown is as close as vulnerability will ever be. You want to know about my part of town, where the bird's urgent flight signals warning. It's where the clap of thunder is the warning sign of death approaching. It's where the pop and the cock of the weapon is the front runner of the bullet. Your corner store man will both smoke in your face, stare you down and know all of your greatest fears, learning to read your face as quickly as he rings you up. It's where your brave can become coward's best friend, deeply challenging every perception of what gangster really is. It's where the eye of the fire's hot can be found in the hearts of any of these people on these streets. Hmm. This poem is so good, and it, it keeps going. I mean, it just has so much power. I feel like you really put us in this place that, that you live in um, and help us see the world through your eyes there. Um, are, are many of your poems focused on that, um, your city, your neighborhood? Um, no. Actually, I write about everything. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I really write about everything. So I write about myself. I write about my environment. I write about my relationships to people. I write about... Um, kind of like the the issues going on in our country. Um, so yeah, it's it's not just about St. Louis. It's not just about my environment. It's about anything that you that you're interested in. You can you can go there. Yes. I think that's great. Um, now I understand that you're a homeschooler. Do you like do you like that? Yes, I love it. I get to create my own schedule. Um, it allows me to do projects and work on things like the Jamala Rogers Young Visionary Award. And um, it really gives me a lot of freedom and a lot of self-direction. And it helps me to hold myself accountable. And clearly, you're making the most out of that freedom. I think that's just great. Uh, what do you see as your next steps here? You're 17. Uh, that means you have one year of high school left? Yes, I'll be an upcoming senior. Um, I just released my book, Chrysalis, um, which is available for pre-order. And um, really right now, I'm just kind of focusing on the writing through trauma, um, really just kind of, I guess, trying to really branch out and see what else I got to get involved with, you know? Um, yeah. 
I think that's Poetry. amazing that um, you're looking for more to get involved in, but that's what makes you a young visionary and the rest of us are our old slackers. So um, Antigone, you, <laughs> you have really um, impressed all of us here at, at St. Louis on the Air today. And I do want to hype again um, your book. This is uh, Chrysalis. And that poem you ask me about North St. Louis is in that. So Antigone Chambers-Reed, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio. That's 90.7 KWMU. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at ChooseWood.com.